0: is the kung saan, saan podcast hello i am darby and i am the host of the kung saan-saan podcast here we will be discussing a lot of topics anything and everything under the sun this is a travel and lifestyle podcast but we will also be talking about spirituality and other weird things now stay tuned for this week's episode happy listening Hello guys, welcome to another episode of the Kongsa Ansan Saan podcast. This is the sixth episode, and is it okay to say this? Kudos to myself for the consistency. Ayan. And yeah, I'm so proud of myself. Sorry, 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 Kailangan ko to. I'm so proud of myself for producing six episodes. So this is my sixth week Ngpagba ng podcast and na proud na every Wednesday na produce ako kahit sobrang stress sa work sobrang stress sa bahay and sobrang stress ng mundo, di ba? anyway you can listen to this podcast on Spotify Apple and Google podcast um, so last week I was actually checking on other Pinoy podcasters right after I posted my fifth episode and found a few podcasts na pwedid ko rin i-recommend sa inyo if you want to check out podcasts about adulting, about love life, and ibat ibang eme, eh. <laughs> you can check Brian and Luigi's Bulalo Sessions. That's Bulalo Sessions. Also available on Spotify and Apple Podcast. They're also producing a podcast every Wednesday. And gaya ko na sixth episode na rin sila. Yan, bigla tuloy ako nag- crave ng Bulalo. So ako ng mainit na soup. Anyway, padahalan niyo ako, guys. Ang bulalo. Kung naririnig niyo to, hindi, joke lang. So, yon, Another podcast na pinakinggan ko uh, last week was Hainayan at Agham podcast by Sir Red. So, Agham means science and Filipino word of the day, Hainayan. So, ibig sabihin pala ng word na Hainayan ay biology. So, pinakinggan ko yung recent episode niya about mutants and I found out, that we are all mutants pala. So the explanation is on his podcast. Pakinga, that's Hainayan at Agham Podcast. So the uh past week was another emotional week, a very tiring week then. Uh, because of you know yung progress of uh condition ni mama. Um yesterday we were in the hospital, we were in the clinic. Um dun sa oncologist niya and we found out that the cancer was really aggressive and uh, we opted to pers- uh, to go with the chemotherapy even though medyo weak si mama ngayon we have to um uh, kailangan naming madaliin yung chemotherapy niya kasi otherwise baka mas hindi niya kayanan if hindi namin i-have if hindi namin siya agad papagamot so it was stressful. Um, pag na ko yun. But thank you then sa mga prayers, guys. Thank you for for your support then. And I also think yung process ng pagpapodcast kasi sobrang nakakatulong siya sa mental health ko. Uh, thinking of a topic, um, writing, writing uh, a background or the outline, recording. So the process of podcasting. Blech. The process of podcasting is very helpful. Sa season ng life ko na to. Ayan. Um, yun. So a few days ago, isa sa mga listeners ko asked me about the first two episodes na tinanggal ko because of bad audio quality. Sabi niya sana na na niya before. So it gave me an idea to record the supposed first episode, uh, this episode 6. So for episode 6, I will be discussing the 5 things I learned about religion while traveling. This was actually a post or an article that I wrote a few years ago and it was posted on Elephant Journal. If hindi are familiar sa Elephant Journal, you should go uh, check it out. That's elephantjournal.com and nagpa published sila ng mga articles about faith and spirituality so you guys better check it out anyway i decided to write it because i wanted to share what i learned about faith and spirituality while traveling because that time aside from traveling i am also a devout christian specifically a methodist christian the published title of the article was actually very long ang title niya ay Here's five things I learned about religion as a Methodist, traveling and meeting Muslims, Hare Krishnas, and Hindus. So, hindi ko kinaya na sobrang, sobrang haba ng title. Kasi sa Elephant Journal, they will assign an editor sa sa'yo and that editor will uh, do some changes sa article mo. So, pinalitan nila yung title, pinahaba nila. Ayan, sobrang haba niya. But for this podcast, gagamitin lang talaga natin na title ay Five Things I Learned About Religion while traveling. Just a background lang. Um, I grew up in a Methodist household. My mom is a Methodist. My dad is a Catholic. Pero nung sila, they decided to uh, attend the Methodist church. We are the family na we regularly attend uh, Sunday school, Bible studies, um choir practices, Sunday worship services. It was a it was a well-disciplined spiritual life. So lag yang na Bible that time. Tapas my mom bought me this Parang um about about manners, about etiquette. So gan sa ka strict that time. Pero one thing I love about my experience a Methodist Church was I it was I was able to showcase my talents. Yung social skills ko nag-improve because of the church. And my world revolved around the dualistic teachings of Christianity. Pag sinabing dualistic, dalawa. It's either it's just good or bad, heaven or hell, nothing in the middle. Pero yung perception ko about religion and faith in general changed nung nag-start mag-travel. I started traveling in 2010, just after graduation. So, if you will ask me kung paano ko in-spend yung 20s ko, I spent it on traveling. So, nagtrabaho ako right after graduation. I saved that money and then nag-travel ako and um ako ng iba ibang experiences. So, I travel on a very uh, tight budget. I travel cheap. I couch surf. Sometimes I hitchhike. So, I will be talking about what couch surfing is all about in my future episodes. Uh, yun, I have plenty of travel experience during my 20s. Pero, nag, medyo nagkulangan tayo sa, sa savings and investments. Pero, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my 20s. Sobrang rich ng 20s ko because of travel. Ayan. So, when I stepped, Nung, nung, when I step on my 30s, nung nag-30 na ako, I was able to travel 12 countries. So my supposed first travel sana in my 30s was in Egypt. Kaso, nagkaroon ng pandemic, nakancel lahat ng flights, so meron lang ako ngayon travel FUD na hindi ko naman magamit kasi nga pandemic. The article was actually inspired by my couchsurfing host in Kota Kinabalu, Malaysia. Couchsurfing, like what I've said, magkakaroon ako ng special episode about it, but discuss ko lang briefly what couchsurfing is all about. Um, it's like, para siyang, ano, para siyang hospitality club. So when I travel, people, uh, usually yung mga strangers na m- mamimit mo dun sa organization na yun will host you. Will host you for free. So you have to pay them back by hosting travelers pag nandito naman sila. So that's the, that's the main idea of couch surfing. So malaking tipid siya when I travel. At the same time, nakakamitaw ng tao and naka, marami akong natutunan doon sa mga tao na yon. So ayun nga, I had my conversation with my host in Kota Kinabalu. He's actually a baker and a devout uh, Muslim. So during that time when I was in Kota Kinabalu, uh, nagde-deliver kami ng cakes kasi baker nga siya. So, habang siya, we were talking about faith, uh, about Islam, about Christianity. And suddenly, he opened up about the typical question na that we sa to Muslims, yung why are you polygamous? So, he actually volunteered to answer that question. I was not even asking it. But, uh, di di curious why we are polygamous? Sabi ganun. And then, sabinya. Um, the, re- the real reason bakit uh, legal sa amin um, ang polygamy kasi ayaw namin ng illegitimate children in Islam. Sabi niya, we want all the children of God to feel special. But of course sabi niya, everything should be consensual. So, in diniscuss din niya yung socio-economic aspect ng polygamy pati yung ina-accept nila that uh, very strong yung libido ng lalaki Ayan, um, yung sa socioeconomic economic aspect, yun nga, you cannot engage into polygamous relationship pag hindi mo kayang. Hindi, mo, hindi, hindi ka hindi mo kayang i-provide yung needs ng family mo, or families mo, parang ganon. So instead of me arguing, kasi parang as a Christian, medyo may time tayo na parang innate sa atin to argue and to, to, parang. Tabihan siya na parang hindi naman dapat ganoon, 'di ba? Instead, I tried to understand where he or his religion was coming from. Mas inintindi ko na lang kung ano yung paniniwala nila and parang mas okay na ganun, 'di ba? So when I decided to travel, I realized that having a strict belief system would hinder me from enjoying what the world has to offer. So Hindi ko may enjoy yung travels ko if sobrang dami kong restrictions or maraming parang hindi ako papasok sa mga temples or hindi ako magiging mas accept. Uh, kumbaga, hindi ko mas ina-accept yung mga beliefs ng ibang tao. So, I tried to deconstruct my inherited religion. So, I emptied the glass. I started anew. Parang ganun. Then, because of my curiosities and experiences i was able to reconstruct it in all honesty i still find difficult i still find this difficult to share sa immediate family ko most of them kasi are methodists uh, born again christians devout catholics so sometimes they would think that na na ako or i'm out of my mind or i'm becoming uh I'm becoming crazy or nagiging uh, demonic na parang ganun and yeah so nan nakikinig sila sa podcast na to it's not that it's hindi ganoon yun so yun anyway um here are the five things i learned about religion because of my travels number 1 always find the intersecting point ah uh, natutunan ko nang i-practice finding the common denominator in religions, ibig sabihin, hinahanap ko yung point kung saan sila pare-pareho, hindi yung kung saan sila nagkakaiba. Example, um, when I was in Singapore, that was in 2011, Singapore was actually the first uh, country na pinuntahan ko. I went inside this Hindu temple, dun sa Benkulen Road, Doon gitna ng temple, mayroong statue ni Buddha. During that time, I still thought that mixing religions was weird. Pero nakalimutan ko rin na yung founder ng Buddhism, si Siddhartha Gautama Buddha, was once a Hindu. Of course, you may add that Jesus was a Jew and he's, Jesus is never a Christian. And Islam's Ishmael was the son of Abraham. Some people, although ito ngayon sinasabi kung medyo far fetched, some people even think that Jesus studied Buddhism during the lost years of his life, na hindi na mention sa Bible. Aside from these connections, most religions primarily teach about love. So that probably is the intersecting point. All of them, all of religions teach about love. And. Based din sa research ko, even sorry, a very extreme nito, nasa very extreme end nito, even satanism teaches about love. Even atheism teaches about love. So again, we need to always find the intersecting point. Otherwise, wala ibang argue na lang because of our differences. Why not just talk about our similarities, di ba? I enjoy ako pag merong mga interfaith gatherings or interfaith events, and I am also happy na sa work ko ngayon or sa yeah sa so work ko ngayon pag nagkukok pag meron mga seminars and events, we now play an interfaith prayer. Hindi lang siya yung Christian songs or Christian prayer, meron meron ding part na it's an Islam, uh, a prayer of uh, Muslims praying to Allah. So ayod, always find the intersecting point. Number two, immerse yourself. So, nung isang araw like a few years ago, during the Chinese New Year, uh, we went to Binondo. That's the Chinatown in Manila, if you're not from the Philippines. Wow, as if there were no listener na in ibang language, it's Tatagaloga. Anyway, I saw this tall Indian man in front of a Buddhist temple. So he was wearing this pale orange robe, his head shaved, and uh, he was carrying a couple of copies of the Bhagavad Gita tapos meron donation box. So I assumed he was from the Hare Krishna movement. Uh, I have been exposed uh, with the Hare Krishna movement years before I met him. So uh, I approached him and I told him I had read about the movement uh, and was able to attend a gathering before. So Hare Krishna's claim that they... Uh, have changed the hippies. Yung mga 1970s hippie, hippies na nahigh sila sa marijuana to getting high from chanting mantras. So, they claim na sila yung tumulong sa mga hippies na instead of doing drugs, just do chanting. And they believe that may same effect lang yung meditation and getting high with marijuana. So after nag-donate ako ng uh, 50 pesos, binigyan niya ako ng copy ng Bhagavad Gita. And he invited me to visit their ashram. So ashram is their version of a church or synagogue or temple. So sulama ko sa kanya and I stayed there for two days. So the devotees were really accommodating. So we spent the whole morning discussing their belief system. But at that time, I never felt that they were trying to recruit me. And they told me that the wisdom written in the Bhagavad Gita, as well as the teachings of the ashram, na yon, can actually support my existing belief as a Christian, or as a Methodist Christian. After the discussion, um, they invited me to join them in preparing for their food or their holy meal. Ang tawag nila their holy meal nila is Prasadam. They were vegetarians, actually. So in the afternoon, we continued the discussion, followed by chanting mantras for a couple of hours. And in a weird way, that was actually my first time na mag um, chant mantras. And in a weird way, sabi ko nga, I found it relaxing and very addictive. So my experience with the Hare Krishna monks and devotees made me respect their religion and ancient traditions. So that time I learned that before judging other religions we should get to know them and immerse ourselves sa mga practices nila and yung mga processes nila or your yung, yung kultura nila. Ayan so immerse yourself, sabinya Number three we can always go back to our roots. Um I never left the Methodist faith Nag church parin rin ako every once in a while, so Methodist Church. I still believe in the teachings of a loving, selfless savior. And every time the world slaps me in the face, I always remind myself of my all-time favorite Sunday school songs, the memories of summer youth camps, and the comforting verses and prayers. Nung Sunday night I was really down um because you know, of my of my mom's condition and what I did was what I did this nagano ako, ako ng gospel songs it's been a while since I last listened to, to a gospel song but at that time the words dun sa gospel song were were really were really comforting and sobrang na-relax Sabi ko nga din sa article, these things still warm my heart like hot chocolate with marshmallows, and I realize I could always play with my faith, with what I believe in. Sabi ko nga, I could always be a Methodist, Buddhist, anytime. So, it's always nice to to still go back to the to your roots, and if you will ask me if I'm still a Christian, maybe yes, maybe no, but you see, I still believe in Jesus Christ. I still believe sabi ko nga kanina, I still believe in the teachings of a loving and a selfless savior. And I believe in Jesus Christ. Not because he was resurrected or He He rose from the dead after three days, but I still believe Jesus Christ, because nung nandun siya sa cross, kahit na persecute siya, kahit inapisya ng mga soldiers, or ng mga tao, sinabi parin niya na. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they're doing. So we can always go back to our roots. Number four, God is creative and loves variety. God not only bursts with love but also with creative energies. That is why iba-iba yung mga natin. That is why we have millions of animal species. Dito sa bahay, we have two cats, Gemini and Virgo. Virgo is a Siamese cat, Gemini is a Persian Bengal cat. And kahit pareho sila mga pusa, Magkakaiba yung temperament sila, magkakaiba yung personalities nila. si Gemini very playful, while Virgo is very timid. Meron silang ibatibang preferences sa food. But they're both cats. The gift of uniqueness and individuality created these different religions and faith systems. Kung walang religious diversity, the earth will be a boring place. Place to live. Imagine niyo, we wouldn't have monks wearing orange robes or women wearing colorful saris or hijabs. Hindi tayo magkakaroon ng mga religious structures like the Angkor Wat, Pyramids of Giza, or the Machu Picchu. Hindi rin tayo magkakaroon ng mga colorful festivals like the Holy Festival, the Chinese New Year, St. Patrick's Day, and including Christmas, diba I always thought that every creative expression is a form of worship. Yan, nalaman ko yun, sa Sunday School, yung kantang Jesus Loves the Little Children. ba? Creative expression is a form of worship. Kaya pag nakikita ko yung mga artists, yung pinapanood ko last time, yung Blown Away, na, na nagkaroon din ng isang episode about it, yung gumagawa na glass art and nakikita mo sila pag nasa zone na sila it's like they are they are worshipping pag gumagawa sila ng artworks or pag na-release niling creative energy nila and for them that's that's their religion they can worship because of their artwork ba so God is creative and loves variety Last but not the least, number five, if we cannot believe, then we try to understand. Then, if we cannot understand, we try to love. Hindi natin trabahong maniwala, hindi natin duty na maniwala sa belief ng iba. We all have our expressions, we all have our philosophies in life, but. It will always take a lot of courage to tell others, I love you even though I cannot understand. I don't care who goes to hell. I will just keep on loving you until we both reach heaven or nirvana on earth. In 2013, I met Ali, a yoga practicing vegan Muslim from Iraq. Imagine, Nagi yoga, he's a vegan, and he's a Muslim. And he's from Iraq, right? So I met him in the in the couchsurfing, in couchsurfing then. I had never met a person from Iraq. So, I got curious and asked him about their quote-unquote scary-as-hell country and about the war. Right? When you say Iraq, Parang Parang hell hole a hellhole, it's like a shithole. Siya, parang, I don't wala akong planong pumunta doon parang ganon. ta travel ko na yung buong mundo wag lang Iraq tapos sabi niya sa akin Darby sabi niya Iraq is a very beautiful country but the media tells us is over sensationalized o oh, nga naman diba? tapos pinakita niya yung photos ng mommy niya na nagpipitas ng bulaklak sa countryside sa Iraq my heart melted. Actually, naluha pa ako because of the paradigm shift nung place nung place nila. So that was in 2013 in the Philippines nung bumisita siya dito. Three years after, nagkita kami sa Kuala Lumpur na nagtatrabaho na dun si Ali and sinamo niyo yung family niya from Iraq. Nag-stay na sila temporarily sa Malaysia. I got the chance to meet his mother yung nasa picture then pagdating namin sa bahay nila or dun sa flat nila nagmadali siya tumayo siya like a typical mother or even typical Filipino mom na pag may nakita siyang bisita tatayo agad tapos maaaligaga siya sa prepare siya ng ano ng meal for the for the bisita ganyan so she prepared the hearty snack for us so nung paalis na kami ng bahay niya bigla siyang nagmadali, hinabol niya kami, tapos may binigay siya na scarf nagawa sa Iraq. Sabi niya, bigay ko daw kay mama. Tapos, she told me in Arabic. May sinabi, siyang, may sinabi siyang Arabic statement na hindi ko maintindihan. So, Ali was able to interpret it or to translate the statement ng mommy niya. Sabi niya, my son, sabi niya sa akin, Islam, Christianity, and Judaism complement and complete each other. Nagsak ako kasi bigla yung sinabi yun sa akin. Parang, bakit mo sasabihin sa akin yun? And, it's sobrang ganda ng feeling ko after that. Parang narealize, yan, narealize ko na for the longest time, we are separating ourselves from other religions. Sometimes, we think that our salvation can only be found in our religion. Natin. But for her, salvation doesn't even matter. What matters nag, is that we should complement each other. We, com- we should complete each other. Kung ano man religion mo, if, you're, if you're Muslim, if you're Buddhist, if you're a Hindu, if you're if you are a Jew, we just need to complement and complete each other. Have I reconstructed my faith? Di ko alam and I'm not sure if matatapos yung reconstruction, deconstruction of my faith. But I think we should always think like Ali's mom and cultivate a positive attitude towards toward diversity. Because sobrang important in order for us. To have yung (laughs) pinaka-asam-asam natin na world peace. I guess we just really need to, yun nga, to complement and complete each other. Let me close this podcast by sharing my favorite quote from John Wesley, who is the founder of Methodism. Sabi niya, do all the good that you can by all the means you can. In all the ways you can, in all the places you can, at all the times you can, to all the people you can, as long as ever you can. That is the episode six of the Kung Saan Saan podcast. Hopefully, may natutunan kayo dito sa episode na to. And stay and see you next week. See you next Wednesday for another episode. For episode seven, we will be discussing more deep topics, interesting topics, and who knows, some weird topics, diba? So yeah, happy happy night, everyone. Good night, good morning. Kung anong oras yung to, hope you have a good good day or good night. Maraming 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 salamat. Thank you very much for listening to the Kung San Saan podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on your social media accounts and tag your friends. You can also follow me on my Instagram account. It's Kung Saan, Saan Podcast. And my personal IG account is Darboix. You can also like my Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash Kung Podcast. Stay safe, everyone!